Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Ignorant Intelligence. I am your host, Brandon M. Davis. Pause for the applause. Thank you. Thank you. You are far too kind. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And as always, I appreciate that. You know, a lot been on my mind lately. But one thing that been on my mind, I saw some shit the other day, had had your boy thinking. Had your boy thinking. And I realized black people and women fell for the exact same reasons. Let me explain. Black people and women, they make what they identify the antithesis of their business model. What do you always see? Black owned, women owned. Bro, I could care less if a Martian owned. Is your product good? Right? Chipotle was founded by a white dude from Indiana named Steve Ells. I don't go to Chipotle because I thought there was a Mexican guy that owned it. You get what I'm saying? Just give me my guac, bro. Extra guac and chips. You feel me? The only place I care about ethnicity owning the place is West Indian food. I'm going to keep it a being. Like, that's the only place where I'm like, all right, bro, it better be some, some West Indian people here. Like, respectfully, I do not want oxtail made by a white dude from Indiana. Respectfully. I want it made by a West Indian woman with an attitude that tells me half the menu isn't available. If I go into a, a, a Jamaican spot and everything is available on the menu, I don't want it. But if I go in there, right, and I say, how you doing? And the first thing she says is, what do you want? I know the food is going to be banging, boy. I don't want no AC in there. I want to see ceiling fans. Okay, I know it's authentic. I know the oxtail is going to be fire. And they're probably sold out of oxtail anyway. Real Jamaican spots, real West Indian spots only got half the menu. Because you got to get there early in the day to have all the options. Because if it's fire, it sells out. You dig what I'm saying? But my point is using your color or gender to sell a product or a business is never a good idea because it often leads to isolation and it just feels kind of dismissive of others. Like me and my girl was kicking back watching TV one night and there's this show on Revolt TV, right? Now Revolt TV, they have um, Drink Champs podcasters on there. It's a, it's a uh, breakfast club does their simulcast on there. There's a bunch of shows on Revolt TV. One of the shows is called Black Girl Stuff. So out the gate, you've already dismissed men and the majority of women. Okay, the part that annoys me the most about the show is it's essentially a bunch of loud, ratchet women in tons of makeup and weaves gossiping. Right? So that's telling the world that this is black woman behavior. Not even black woman, black girl behavior. There's all grown women there and they're still calling themselves girls, right? Half the cast don't even look like regular black women. They look either mixed or Hispanic. I, I was expecting to see some, some people look like they came from Wakanda. You feel me? You're like black girl stuff. I, you know, I thought they was all going to look like um, Viola Davis or look like they could be Wesley Snipes' sister. At least be my complexion. You feel me? I wanted, I wanted to see some women that look like Forrest Whitaker. 
some women that look like Whoopi Goldberg. They all look like Amber Rose about that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? It's like, damn. So, Revolt TV really had a whole marketing meeting with a bunch of college-educated people who have degrees in marketing, you know, with your degrees, okay, and sat around at a table. More than one meeting probably happened, right? So they got the brightest minds at the advertising department at Revolt TV to sit down in a meeting at a nice big air-conditioned office, big-ass table, coffee everywhere, and the best name that these wise minds could come up with was black girl stuff. It feels like there was no effort put into that title. <laughs> like, like they would have been better off. They would have been better off with a title like yeah, a bunch of nigga shit. <laughs> like that that would have intrigued me more than black girl stuff. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they had they said. Yeah, a new show, a bunch of nigga shit. I would have been like, you know what? Tuning in. <laughs> you feel me? Like, it's just it's just insane how people just always want to use their gender and their ethnicity to grab your attention for their business or product. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, I've I've gone to to Chinese restaurants where they had Mexicans cooking there. Do I give a fuck if it's Mexican guys cooking it? No, is the Chinese food good? Is your fried rice good? That's why I'm here. If you can't get fried rice right, I don't give a fuck if Jet Li owned the Chinese restaurant. I'm not eating there. You get what I'm saying? If J-Lo and her cousins opened up a Puerto Rican restaurant in the motherfucking Bronx, but it tasted like shit, I'm not spending a penny. I don't care if it's Whatever, whatever, own is your product good. Like, stop making your culture, gender, sexual preference the the face of your business. Because off the top of your head, who owns Staples? You don't know. But you know you go there to get office supplies. Do you care if it's black owned? Yo, Staples could be owned by fucking neo-Nazis for <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't know. You don't care either. It's just like, well, they have reliable stuff there that I need. I need a stapler right now. Staples is right there. I'm going right there. I've seen so many interviews, right, that start off with this phrase. Let me start off by saying, I am unapologetically black. Oh, okay, great. Is anything you're saying after that phrase worth merit? It, it like it would be somewhat comedic if white people did the same shit. Like imagine a white dude every time they had an interview, they start off first off, my business is white owned and I'm unapologetically white. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we look at that dude like, oh shit, he's in the Aryan Brotherhood. Like, <laughs> like white people can't get away with that. And the thing is, they have some of the most flourishing businesses globally. Right? All businesses whether it be black, white, women-owned, LGBTQ-owned, Martian-owned, whatever the fuck ever, should focus on one thing and one thing only, good product, okay? Because let me ask you a question, right? Let me ask you a question. Who owns Tampax? You don't know. But you do know, right? You do know this. When your pussy is bleeding, 
You don't care if a black person, white person, gay person, straight person, man or woman invented the tampon. Don't give a fuck. You don't care who owns Kotex. You don't care. You just know that you want a tampon that works. Because the last thing you want is a Bloody Mary floating around in your white pants. Exactly. Okay, so you, you, you don't care. Like, you go out to a club. Go out to a motherfucking club, you know, drinking, smoking, doing your one-two, had your drink in your two-step. You a guy, you meet a nice lady. You a woman, you meet a nice guy. You a guy, you meet a nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you, whatever floats your boats, man. Whatever floats your boats. You meet someone you want to fuck is my point, okay? When you go home and you pull that condom out and you slide it on your schmeat, there's anyone in that room that's about to start fucking saying, mm-mm, don't put that condom in me, that ain't black owned. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? What does it matter who owns this shit? I get that representation matters. We need more black owned businesses. Cool. Great. I understand that. You can't have a, you need black people to have ownership. You need Latinos to have ownership. Asians to have ownership. I understand that. But what I'm saying is, don't, make that the reason to convince me to buy your shit. Cause and when you, when you putting that condom on, the only thing you hoping and praying for is that it doesn't break. And the two of you can walk away, walk away from that situation without AIDS or a kid. That's it. That's it. You don't care. You don't know who makes uh, Trojan. You don't know who makes Durex. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all don't care. You just sit there. You don't know who makes lifestyle. Okay? All you know is I hope this shit fits and I hope it don't break. Please, God, don't let me get AIDS or have a kid that I don't want. That's all you know. You're not thinking, uh, did a black guy make this rubble? <laughs> I'm about to go with some black pussy. I only wear black condoms. You know what I'm saying? This pussy is unapologetically black and so is this condom. Like... Imagine a condom commercial saying that. First off, let me start by saying this condom is unapologetically black. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got time to be focused on that. Besides, I don't support black business anyway. I see it every day. I'm all right. Let me not say y'all, because that's that's very that's saying everyone. A lot of people fall under that category of not supporting black business and they themselves are black right let, let me let me let me let me break it down so many people have started clothing lines podcasts trying to be a rapper right restaurants whatever even if it's a good product for whatever reason y'all don't support it your homeboy can make some t-shirts and charge forty dollars a shirt and you'll act like it's breaking your pockets, but then you'll turn around and spend your whole tax return on some Gucci. Now, mind you, Gucci is the same company that was accused of making blackface sweaters. And y'all still shopping at H&M when they called the little black boy a monkey on that, on that sweater. Remember that? Remember that? I still see y'all shopping in there. Or how about when Louis Vuitton was charging... $1,340 for a Jamaican sweater, but they put the wrong colors of the Jamaican flag on the sweater. 
That's where you rather spend your money? Because I see y'all running around in the hood and Louis Vuitton and Gucci all the time. Right? When Kanye and Kyrie said um, unfavorable things among about Jewish people, they got booted and tutored immediately. When Gucci and these designer companies say something about black people, shit, we went and bought more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's the difference. You feel me? That's where your money's going. Y'all keep calling these record labels racist, but you'll spend $600 on tickets to see your favorite artists, but won't listen to or share your friend's music. That's for free on Spotify. And his music might be fire. But I guarantee you, if that dude blows up, you're going to be the first person on the bandwagon. Guarantee you. Guarantee you. You'll post that Joe Rogan made $100 million through Spotify on his podcast, right? Or oh, uh, Wallow and Gilly, they, they have, shout out to them. They, they just signed a $100 million deal on their podcast. You guys will post that. You'll be on there. Dick, yo, Wallow and Gilly getting to the bar. Ah, ah, ah. Podcast, podcast, podcast. But your mans who made a podcast, you won't, you won't give that brother a penny. Right? Y'all will donate. I've seen this, right? Y'all will literally donate money to content creators that you don't know. Like, you'll just send money to their cash app. You'll just send, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've seen Twitch streamers just getting money from people they don't know, right? Y'all will send these OnlyFans chicks money. You know, I'm not knocking the hustle. Fuck it, get your money. I'm not, I'm not mad at anybody. But what I'm saying is, you have someone standing right next to you who's making the same product, who looks just like you, but you don't fuck with them. You don't buy their shit. And then you sitting there with Gucci on, and a Mary's on broke right next to your broke creative friend because you don't support him. Yo, you could have took your Gucci outfit and donated to your friend and they could have bought more stuff for their creative ventures, which could have expanded their business and made them even more money. You could have, they, they could have ended up blowing up off of, you know, you could have bought them a camera, a new microphone, a laptop, right? $1,500 right there. Say that blows them up and they end up signing a, a $20 million deal. You don't think they look out for you? Say they sign for $20 million and give you 5%. Most of y'all can't even do the mathematics on it. But let's just say they give you 5% of that. You get what I'm saying? But we'd rather spend it in, you know, a fucking store. And complain and talk about, oh, when black people gonna make it? And then y'all sit around mad at Kanye for his White Lives Matter shirts. And you just proved his whole point because all you were clothes made by white people and white designers who take their money to feed their family. And y'all just broke. And to clarify, I'm not, I don't have anything against white people or white design. I, I don't, I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? That's not how I was brought up. It's not how I think. But I'm talking to people who are always complaining and talk about, oh, oh, the plight of black people and black business and want to be unapologetic about this and that, blah, 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 and then do the polar fucking opposite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, people just talk mad shit. 
I don't believe anything people say. And, and you know what's crazy? Like, like, just follow me for a minute, right? I'm going to take you back. Remember during 9-11, right? It was, people found out that the Bin Laden family were like part owners of Snapple, Volkswagen, Audi, and Audi, right? They had an exclusive franchise on those brands in the Middle East, the Bin Laden family. So during this era, Americans were sitting around drinking Snapple, watching the news, while American soldiers were trying to kill a guy related to the people who had ownership stakes in Snapple. So that goes to show we don't give a fuck who owns what. <laughs> like, like, not that the family was supporting Osama bin Laden, right? We, we don't know if they were. They said they weren't. Who knows? But they were making billions off of a product that had commercials on national television and that we were drinking the stuff. We were buying Audis. We were buying Volkswagens. And the money was going to this family making billions. They said they weren't helping him, but who knows? Who knows? They could have been taking billions of dollars and, and funneling it to him for all we know. Who knows? And speaking of Muslim people, right? It's crazy how about for five years during that time frame, right? Back in 01, in the United States, they programmed us to believe that Muslim people are terrorists. Like, like you know, when 9-11 happened, I remember seeing corner stores get bashed in because, you know, the Muslim guy that, that been making your sandwiches, as we call in the hood, Ak, Ak been making your sandwiches since you was five years old. And then when 9-11 happened, I don't know who was bashing in these stores, but it was happening all over the United States. Muslim people were getting attacked, right? Cool. Not cool, but cool. Right? If you went on a plane from 01 to 06 and saw a Middle Eastern looking dude get on that plane with you, don't lie, bro. You were shook. <laughs> you sat there like, yo, man, he ain't finna 9-11 this joint. We gonna jump this fool like... We, we ain't going out like that, bro. Like, I'm not those people. You feel me? Muslim dude never did nothing to you, right? Again, I've been making your sandwiches since you was five years old. What 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 it was what does Ak call every black dude in the hood? Brother. Hey, brother. How are you, brother? No, brother. No, brother. They never called you nigga, never spit in your food, never did nothing to you, right? And the crazy part is a bunch of Muslim, a bunch of black dudes... All Muslim, right? Cool. If a, if a person gets on the train with a Bible and starts screaming about God, it might annoy you. Oh, Jesus. Like, say a, a, a old West Indian woman gets on the train. Oh, Jesus has told them that he's going to be resurrected. You're like, all right, shut up, lady. But you don't say nothing because you don't go against God. You know what I'm saying? It's respectable. She's not harming anybody, right? Bro, if you take a Muslim dude and give him a Quran and son starts screaming Allah Akbar and speaking Arabic on that train, to this day, that whole motherfucker clearing out. <laughs> right? You probably might even call 
the police on this dude. Because you're just like, yo, this motherfucker might blow the train up. You know, the whole see something, say something stem from like how we view Islamic terrorists and all this shit, right? Cool. It became such a popular thing that shows like Key and Peel and SNL and other skit and improv shows have had terrorists and Al-Qaeda skits, which has oddly led to Muslims becoming targets, right? Getting beat up in the street. My own aunt is Muslim, right? Her daughter's a Muslim. They wear hijabs. They're very traditional. They speak English and Arabic. They're black women, but they, they speak Arabic. Um, they've had Muslim weddings. And my aunt has expressed before that she's had like uh, worries about their safety because they're Muslim. And the crazy part is um, where I live, I'm not that far from Bay Ridge either. And there's like a little Yemen community over there. And I, I saw like a Muslim police department over there. It's like a Muslim patrol thing to help protect Muslim people because, you know, they get attacked. But you can call these Islamic people terrorists without any real proof, right? The news has been doing that for like 20 years now. I just find it crazy, right? That all this hate has been targeted toward Muslims. And no one lost an endorsement. No one got kicked off their team. No one lost a bank account. No one lost a clothing deal. No one lost their possessions. No one had their net worth reduced. All because they publicly shamed Muslims. Isn't that ironic? What a world. <laughs> but yo, I... um. People have been asking me, yo, why am I not on Instagram the way I used to be? I had to take a little break. Like, I still have my account, but I had to fall back. It was, it was literally too much stupidity being spoken on there. Like, I, you know, you know, whenever there's a lot of chaos going on, I try to stay silent. Because if you just participate in the noise... No one, nothing gets accomplished. You ever, you ever hear two people arguing and it never gets to a point? It's because absolutely nobody's listening. You're just screaming your point. You're waiting for their volume to stop when they scream their point and then you scream yours. No one's listening. Everyone's just trying to be right instead of getting it right. So recently, um, this was kind of like the last straw. Uh, saw this, it was this Asian woman. I'm not sure if he's Korean, Chinese, Japanese. I'm not sure. I'm going to assume she wasn't Chinese because of what she said in a second video I saw. But so I saw this Asian woman and she's on the train just going off. You fucking nigger. I don't know what got this woman to get to that point. Right. And. I could have reacted emotionally to that, you know, but, you know, as I've said before, as a guy, as a man, you really don't have much room to be emotional about stuff because you don't process things correctly. You you react instead of responding. So 
She's screaming, nigga this, nigga that. Da, 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 da. Every racial, black racial slur you can think of, she's screaming it. She's tr- obviously trying to get a reaction. Everyone is on the train looking at her like she's a loony. Okay? And the person I'm assuming she's talking to, if there was even anyone there, didn't even seem like they were responding. They seemed like they were just trying to ignore this individual. Now, in the midst of her screaming, you know, I remember someone I know said, well, I wonder what triggered her to respond this way because people don't just act like this for no reason. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, this is where intelligence and knowledge of history is important. Racial attacks aren't always provoked. And even if someone who wasn't black said a bunch of racial remarks to me, I wouldn't respond with racism because me, I'm funny. I'm funnier than racism, right? This chick was a fat Asian woman with blonde hair. Do you know how many jokes I could have ran with from there? You know what I'm saying? She's short, fat, and wears glasses, okay? I know we're not supposed to body shame, but I would have made that fat owl-faced bitch feel like dog shit that day. See? Not one thing about her ethnicity, okay? I just clown what's right in front of me, okay? I'm bigger than racism. And for someone I know to say, I wonder what triggered her to react that way, makes me think that if someone who looked like me said something mean to her, she would have that same reaction. And usually I would sit down to take time to educate people or explain to them uh, in full context of why racism is not cool. But at that moment, I was just like, Man, fuck that shit and pass that, right? And so so I waited. Like I was just like, man, this ain't got shit to do with me. Like this, this it's just this is why I don't want to be on this app. So I saw her comment. I didn't even respond. And like people in the comments were trying to explain to her and she just wasn't getting it, right? Um so a couple of days later, this same Asian woman is now flipping out on a Chinese person, which is why I say I don't think this Asian woman was Chinese, right? I think I saw in one of the comments that she's actually Korean. I don't know. doesn't really matter. And she's just going off spitting racist things against Asian, against Chinese people. So I sent it to the chick I know and I was just like, I wonder what triggered her. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, the irony. It was... You were looking, oh, well, maybe someone was bothering her. That's why she was screaming racist things against black people, right? So now it's against Chinese people. And I was like, oh, I wonder what the reason is, right? You know what her rebuttal to that was? Well, I mean, everyone's racist, bro. You know what I'm saying? And then to see her arguing in the comments when people, she literally said, um, 
when have Chinese people ever been racist to black people? Uh, what? <laughs> Yo, I have friends who are Chinese and they've told me themselves in China, it's often taught to them to hate black people. Like, what do you mean? When COVID happened, black people that were there had to go through additional screenings and were getting kicked out of the country and ostracized because they were blaming them for COVID. Like, do you, like what do you mean when have Chinese people been racist to black people? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And I, and I literally, I found a whole article written. I forgot the website it was on. And I was going to send it to her and I was just like... It's not worth it. It's just not fucking worth it. Like, for what? I've learned to just leave stupid people alone. Right? It's 2022. There's information everywhere. Google exists. There's fact-checking websites. There's... And, and this is why I like having friends of different religions, cultures, and upbringings because... If if something race related happens, I could just bounce ideas off of them like, yo, what do you think it is? Uh all right. But when you live in a bubble and it's not a bubble of being educated or you don't talk to people who like to be educated. And when I say educated, it doesn't necessarily mean like schoolwork, you know. Educated could be just Talking to people who don't look like you to get informed about how their life is. You know what I'm saying? And some people just choose to be ignorant. You know? So I realized just leave stupid people where they are. Fuck them. <laughs> like, I'm only really going to be on Instagram just to post this podcast. So, you know, if people think I'm ignoring them, I'm not. I deleted the app. I literally just go on there just to post my podcast and share it with y'all. Other than that, I'm ghost on there. Like, I'm I'm over it. I'm over all the chaos and people just talking nonsense. I may come back one day. Because I like stupid people because they're easy to take it. I'm going to just start. You know what I'm going to start doing with stupid, stupid people? I'm going to take advantage of them. Because stupid people are too stupid to realize when you're capitalizing on them. But I'm not arguing with them. Which leads me to my beautiful quote. And it goes like this. Don't argue with stupid people. Because they'll drag you to their level and beat you with experience. Think about it. Stay black, y'all. Peace.